In today's edition of Inspired Conversations over a Cuppa, let's talk about women and the Mother Earth. This episode of Inspired Conversations, we will explore what makes a passionate conservationist. As women, do we have a slight edge and a natural calling to be nurturer of nature? To explore this further, we have two ladies with a passion for conservation. Sunala is Sri Lanka's leading environmental architect and Dr. Kudavidanake is an academic currently lecturing at the Sabaragama University of Sri Lanka and she is a conservation biologist. So Inoka, let me first start the conversation by asking why we actually call it the mother earth. It's a way of personifying nature by calling her mother, referring to her as mother gives a sort of a feeling that she's close to our hearts. Well, it actually focuses on the life-giving and nurturing aspects of nature because the earth bears us. It provides, it's resilient, it heals, nourishes and embraces all lives of earth without discrimination. On the other hand if you think of the historical aspects most of the deities of nature were goddesses but out of them the most prominent one is the first greek goddess gaia she actually created herself from the primordial elements and it is believed that from her fertile womb all life sprang and we will return to them eventually when we die the deterioration of mother earth is also equivalent to the crisis of global uh, cultural diversity so it's one issue In 1960s the Gaia concept was formulated following this to encompass the global consciousness which actually runs the world today. Right. So Sunila, uh, coming from the concept of mother nature, how do you see women's role in modern day conservation? Well, as Inoka said very rightly that um I think women are naturally uh, nurturers. So they Yeah, I think it's we definitely do have an edge because that's in our DNA that we um, actually look at things. I mean, very few mothers will discriminate between their children, and uh, I think that is what is uh, why there is this idea of uh, nature being a mother because it's uh, you know uh, there is a equality, there is a sharing of resources, and it's uh, not. seen as uh, something that hold back it holds back in any way and i think that's where women are mothers and you know uh, they are the bringers of uh, life nature is life so the way i see uh, women's role in modern day conservation is not specifically scientists which is the old idea that uh, conservation is limited to a uh, scientist that's not the way it is i am an um, architect by training and uh, i am uh, accepted as uh, a conservationist because the way i um, address uh, the land in with my uh, particular skill set not only women i think every human being has a duty to uh, conserve particularly we are, we are in today with what we've done to the earth but i mean whether you take a banker whether you take an artist whether you take a musician they have to conserve and they give their particular skill to conservation a banker can be you know invest ethically say finds and not fund coal mines as against for funding solar but you know so whatever you do whether you you know you're a baker baking uh, you know healthy food uh, everything everyone uh, has a role as a conservationist that's that's very interesting to uh, learn you know and um, from the modern day let's quickly go back to take a step back towards the history 
in lot of civilizations in different cultures i think women is represented as many things so conservation is one of those areas so i'd like to ask quickly from um, inoka what are the examples that we have from history that you can share with the listeners as women as uh, conservationists Well, uh, in every culture, there are female figures that relate to the environment, from goddesses to the other deities and famous queens, warriors. Vikuni is something I speak very fondly of. Our own history speaks of uh, Sangamitta Therani, who brought the sacred boat Rijas Rimhabodhi to Sri Lanka. That's a direct link to conservation. And then the fictional figures in movies like Moana, that inspires children, well, inspires adults too. And uh, yeah. there are many, st- many stories that one can tell. But I'm going to draw on one special case. we learn the lesson of conservation and sustainability when we are children when we can barely speak there's a very famous nursery rhyme mega sebho translated there's a uh, oranges on a tree and the mother is telling her children pick one for you and pick one for your brother that's enough not more than that it's a bad habit to take more than what you need that's sustainable use that's what we talk about sustainable use of resources and then um, is there something that you want to add to that well um i think yes i think we have a long history of um, women's role uh, in conservation and i always think of vihara uh, mahadevi uh, or savera mahadevi which was her name um where she uh, took on uh, the responsibility of uh, appeasing her nature and uh, actually her fame came only after she gave herself to nature and let nature lead her until then she was just a king's daughter but through that she achieved this uh, status of having sort of settled the debts of her father paid for his sins and then she became this famous queen in sri lanka so uh from that book of history you two are here with us today you as an environmental educator and you as an environmental activist and uh that represent many things from an architect to also an educator so it's pleasure to have you two with us today again in the studio and i would like to conclude the discussion by asking this uh, fun part of the conversation we would like to know what was your inspiration i know that you've been an inspiration to many but i would like to know what was your inspiration when you ask about that well two faces come to my mind inspiration wise rachel carson her battle with all the her people of her generation to show what pesticides can do and the gentle jane goodall one of my heroes who tried to link or the bridge the barrier between human world and that of chimpanzees but my personal involvement actually was driven by three women my mother my aunt and my grandmother my grandmother is the one who taught me to read and especially her favor was in jungle kind of wildlife kind of books my mother and aunt were both like liked animals to touch to hold and i watched and i did the same thing and i had the chance to roll in the mud come home looking like a miniature bush with twigs in my hair carrying some furry creature that was my childhood the reason i'm telling is this a family can inspire a child a family can help the child to develop an affinity that's what i got and later when i chose uh, wildlife as a field it was not something a girl can do easily i had a mother to follow me she was my field assistant there were no restrictions for me and today as an educator i mean not all kids get mothers who are who is willing to hold a snake but i can be that to my students especially the girl children and i know the obstacles that i faced and i try my level best to minimize them for them so that's my inspiration which i'm trying to transfer to lots of other kids especially girls so sunil i would like to know 
what was your inspiration as well well my inspiration i been uh, i grew up in a house full of uh, very interesting people there were uh, you know wildlife enthusiasts and uh, people with great knowledge of uh, trees and history and all that uh, and uh, but i think what it was with me was i was just naturally a wild child right and uh, in many ways uh, being the youngest i was allowed to you know no one really trail behind me so i lived in a tree in a tree house for most of my day uh, and then when i became a mother i was, uh, I felt that I had really gained from, you know, what I had made of my childhood and I wanted to give that to my children so they were, you know, free to be whatever they wanted to be. They collected insects, uh, they had a butcher box uh, when the other kids were collecting barbies. They would, uh, you know, set off at 5 in the morning and draw elephant tracks on a little piece of uh, plastic with a marker and these were their morning activities and uh, I see that now you know their knowledge exceeds a lot of people who are now getting interested in uh, outdoors because I think uh, young people of their age in their late 20s are realizing that uh, environment has so much to offer but these two girls have uh, an edge because they know their birds they know their trees because they were allowed to do that and I would encourage any parent to uh, give the children the encouragement if they show interest in a bird try and get them a bird book let them meet people who know about wildlife let them be because that will serve them in good stead in the future i promise you i think that makes a perfect end to this conversation so thank you sunila and inoka and please keep being an inspiration to all of us thank you <laughs>